Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Right now, I want to introduce you to a local Hamilton guy who was uh, drafted in the NHL draft just a couple of days ago. Uh, he is uh, Jamison Rees, uh, and he has been drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes, and he's with us here in studio. Uh, thanks for coming in today, first of all. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Uh, doesn't happen to everybody. Uh, I mean, everybody that likes is on skates, I guess, at, at whatever tender age they begin the sport, uh, probably has ambitions of, of going pro and playing in the National Hockey League, but... Uh, it's it's a pretty big mountain to climb, isn't it? I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, I started playing hockey when I was three years old, and I've definitely <laughs> been putting a lot of work, last, especially the last couple of years, to really push for this. And uh, it's obviously a dream come true, but there's definitely more more stepping stones. Oh along yeah, the you're way ju- to you're it. just getting started. <laughs> there's yeah. a, there's a lot more to go here. Now, uh, talk to us. I want to talk about your your background for just a little bit. You're, you're a Hamilton guy. You played hockey locally here. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I'm a Hamilton guy. I played hockey. I played hub up until I was about eight or nine years old, and then I uh, went to Toronto. I played uh, in the Mississauga Reps uh, from age nine to 15, in which I got drafted to the Sarnia Sting of the OHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played there the last two seasons, and uh, I this past week or so, a couple of weeks, I uh, got drafted by Carolina. Now, you were in Vancouver, right? Yes. Uh, we should mention, by the way, in the interest of full disclosure here, your mom, Cindy, works here at, at our radio station here at CHMO. She's a wonderful lady. Uh, and she's a hockey mom, of course, and we were always kidding her about that. And I guess every hockey mom has these ambitions, too. But uh, it's it's a family project, isn't it, for, for a guy like you to rise up the ladder like this? I mean, everybody has to buy into it, don't they? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, my, my parents sacrifice everything for me so that I can get the training in, get the hours in, and, and especially... The, the money's off me a, a big thing too, so they definitely sacrifice a lot for me to to help me achieve my goals. What, was there a point, Jameson, that that you just said, you know, what, I'm going to go for this, or did things just start to happen? I mean, you're a hard worker. I would talk to your mom about this, and you've always been dedicated to to try to do the best you possibly can. I guess every practice, every game on that you've played in a situation like this, but at some point, do you have to say, yeah, I'm going to go for this? I mean, yeah, at some point, but I mean, for me, I kind of saw it as sort of becoming a reality and I mean like I was obviously getting close and, and knowing that like it was definitely a possibility so I mean you definitely have to make the decision if, if you want to make the push or not I mean mm-hmm. I know school is important but it, I'm going to be honest it's really hard to juggle both I mean obviously I've been grinding to 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 do both and obviously next year like I'm going to be back in Sarnia I'm going to be trying to take in university courses online and to still pursue that but it's definitely hard to to manage both. Well, we see that here. Of course, you know, the Bulldogs here, you're, well, you're competitors, of course, since you play for Sarnia. And I talked to some of those guys, and it, it's tough. I mean, you know, you think, hey, boy, this is glamorous. You're a hockey player, but you want to get your education at the same time. And, and, and you're studying on buses, I mean, because there's a lot of bus tra- driving, of course, of a lot of traffic going back and forth like this. Uh, and you got to get your head into the, uh, the, the academics at the same time. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, with all the hours on the road, I mean, Sometimes you're tired. You're like, oh, I, I can't do this. But you have to, you have to buckle down and get to work. So, at that, that point, because I remember when I was playing, this is many, many years ago too. I remember having a coach that said, "Okay, you guys have to make a decision. Do you want to do this? Is this going to be a career for you? If you're just having fun, that he says that's fine. If you just want to play for fun, but if you want to go hard and you want to, you want to make a career out of this, he says, then you've got to make that commitment to yourself. And that's a conversation you have to have with yourself, I guess, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to have a conversation with yourself, too, but you also have to have that conversation with your parents as well because mm-hmm. they need to be willing to do whatever it takes to help you to achieve that goal. 
so things have progressed. You're playing for Sarnia Sting, and, and uh, the draft is coming up. Uh, you guys were in Vancouver. Talk to me about what was going through your head uh, when, when the draft started. You're sitting there, in the and, and, and you start hearing names called out. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely just like a, a crazy moment in my life. And um, they had the first round on Friday night. And, I mean, I thought there was a possibility that my name would have been called, but um, it, it wasn't. So, I mean, that Friday night was definitely definitely a tough night. But to, to Did you sleep that night? No, I didn't sleep. <laughs> but uh, for my name to be heard uh, fairly early uh, Saturday morning was, was good and definitely a reliever. What, what went through your head when they announced your name? It's it just like... I mean, at first, it's just kind of like, okay, go down and do everything. And yep. then once you kind of settle down, you sit back, you're just like, wow. You're just like in shock. It's got to be like magical though. I mean, yeah. just it's like, this is actually happening to me. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like that whole weekend was filled with a, a bunch of emo- emotions that like, it was just, it was just crazy. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about l- the lead up to that because obviously, I mean, you know, they just didn't pick your name out of a hat. Uh, you've been scouted, obviously, as a junior A player. This is one of the elite junior leagues, of course, in in the world. It has that reputation. So you've got scouts that are looking at you. Did did you have conversations? Did you know who was kind of kicking the tires to see, hey, maybe this is the guy we want? I mean, yeah, I talked to, to quite a few teams, and I knew what teams were more interested than others. And um, to be honest, I did talk to Carolina, but like, I didn't think they were as interested as most teams, and and they saw the opportunity to take me. So they, they I mean. They took me, so. So you know there's some interest then. I mean, when you sat down there for the draft, you figure, okay, these guys have talked to me, these guys, you're talking to scouts, local scouts. Uh, I don't know how far up the ladder you go in situations like this, but uh, they're, they're kind of sniffing around, and they do their own evaluations, of course, uh, and yeah, they're doing the math. I think we've all seen uh, some ideas about how the, the draft actually works and how these teams are doing things, and, you know, the, the guy that they may have wanted in the first round has, has been taken, so now all of a sudden they got to go and get something else, but they've got their lists, and so you're on that list, and you finally get called, uh, and you go down there. Now, you you've, you met the coach, obviously. Yes. Uh, and, and some of the other guys in the organization. Uh, talk to us about those conversations. I mean, had, had you met him before? Um, no, I like. I mean, I've talked to their, to their scouts, obviously, <coughs> yeah. but no one really, like, like coaches. Um, I'm really, I hadn't really met them, but it, it's, it's just a very quick process. Like, you go down to the table, kind of shake everybody's hand quick, throw the jersey on, and then you go straight for media, so... And it's Q and A, and you handled yourself beautifully, by the way, uh, from in in the media section. You, sound, you're a natural. You sound like you've been doing this all your life. Uh, I mean, the last couple or last year's been well, quite a bit for me. So, I mean, like I said, I've had my practice, and uh, I enjoy it. So now, so you're you're now a property of of the Carolina Hurricanes. What what are the next steps? What do you what have you done since the day the day of the draft now to get ready for this? And and obviously, they've probably given you an itinerary and said this is what we want you to do and where to do it. Uh, so last week I was actually in Carolina uh, for development camp. So I was there for, for five days, and they obviously had me doing testing to find out what they, they want me to improve on. Um, so uh, I'm, I'll be back at the gym for the rest of the summer and uh, working to improve those things. And obviously when I go back in September to, to main camp, I'm obviously going to be trying to crack the roster. So that's that's my job now. And and obviously they've done an evaluation. I mean, they know what kind of a hockey player you are anyway. But they're going to say, hey, well, you know, with this or this and that, because they've got a plan. I mean, obviously they're trying to fit you into what they want to do. Their goals are stated, and they're thinking, okay, we need this kind of hockey player. What what kind of conversation did you have with the with the management and with the coaching staff about that? Um, they 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 said they really like my game. Obviously, they think I have lots of skill, and they're happy to get me where they got me. Um, and they like the the grit that I play with, the physicality, and the, the compete level. 
um, but there there's things in the gym that I need to improve on, like uh, my conditioning <coughs> and my overall my power. Uh, when I'm talking about strength, like just in hockey, I mean you're not you're not like using your muscles for um, large and long periods of time. It's sort of quick and as hard as yeah. you can. So, uh, like I said, power to be able to push off people and stuff like that. Those are the things that they want me to work on this summer. You know, I watch uh, some of those old Leaf games. I don't know if you watch Leaf TV, and they they actually have some of the old guys from the 1960s. The, the shifts were like three minutes long. I don't know if anybody could do that these days. I mean, you're up and down the ice, what, 30, 40 seconds, and then you're back on the bench, right? Yeah, I mean, like they said, uh, just quick quick shifts as hard as you can, and and you'll be doing your job. No, but they want you to be a physical hockey player. Well, you, I'm sure you remember Coach Brindamore when he played for Carolina and for the Flyers, et cetera. That's the kind of hockey player he was. He was a kind of get-in-your-face. It's a very skilled guy. But he liked the physical game. That's what they're looking for from you too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of game I play. and I, I love playing it, and obviously it, it takes a little bit more energy, which is why they want me to, to improve my conditioning level and my strength so that I can really carry out that role and be a dominant player at it. So you've got your work cut out for you. You've got, you've got homework now. Uh, you go to the gym to work out, but what about the hockey skills? Can you do any of that before you go to camp? Uh, yeah, so as much as I'll be in the gym, I'll still be on the ice. Um, <laughs> I train with, uh, I have a skills coach, shooting coach, uh, skating coach, so uh, we'll be on the ice still a couple times a week. For how long? Um, just an hour. Like, I mean, like skills and, and shooting is, is more laid back, sort of just sort of slow and like to just work on that stuff. It's not as upbeat. So that that's definitely good to sort of keep my energy level as high as it can be, so. How do you handle the pressure, Jameson? This is the thing that I'm always wondering. With, with uh, you're an elite athlete. I know you're you're you, you know you're a confident guy, but at the same time you're very humble. I know that. But to, not everybody gets to the level that you're at even now. Uh, and there's a lot of pressure. There's been a lot of pressure at just about every level that you've played at right now. And sometimes it's from coaches. Sometimes it's from fans. Sometimes it's from other players. Sometimes it's from teammates in situations like that. Uh, I, I know some people just say, you know what, I can't hack this anymore, and they just say enough of this stuff, and they just back off or sometimes just quit the game altogether. But you you, you seem to be able to compartmentalize everything and, and to be able to handle that kind of stress. Um, through fans and stuff, like, obviously, like, sometimes they're going to say some stuff you don't like, but you just can't worry about it, and uh, the whole team's going through the same thing. And, I mean, obviously – some players aren't as good as others, but we're all in it together, and we all need to help you out, help each other out when when we're down. So I mean, we're we're a team. That's what we do. We don't we're not there to harp on anybody and make anybody feel like they don't belong because everybody belongs and everybody's there for a reason. So when you were at the the development camp, you're there with other young players. Um, so it's kind of everybody's on the same playing field, uh, or ice field as it would. But comes the fall when you go to the big camp. I mean, that, is is that going to be intimidating for you? I this, mean, this is a pretty good hockey team. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely that went deep into the playoffs last year. Definitely going to be intimidating playing with some some big names. I mean, but like I said, I got to worry not worry about it and just play my own game and be myself. Do you do you look at that? I mean, are they just faces, or are you thinking, holy, look who's coming down on me? I look, I I, I got to check this guy. I mean, I mean, yeah, but like, still, like I said, you, you can't you can't worry about it. Like, the only way you're going to make the team is just if, if you play the game that they want you to play. And, and th- you know, whatever comes, come along. I mean, whether it's uh, the goaltender that you're facing or whatever the case might be, these are the, the, you're a pro, they're pros, right? Exactly. Yeah, so you just look at it from that standpoint. Uh, and obviously the, the, the guys I've talked to that have gone through the process that you're going through right now, 
I've always been pleasantly surprised about the the way that the the veterans on the team will will welcome you guys and and kind of you know give you that little leg up to to make you feel like you're welcome and that, that you're going to be part of the team. I mean, yeah, for sure. Like like for example, uh, my first year in the OHL, it was definitely it was definitely different, um, and it was definitely a big change going from playing minor hockey and obviously playing as one of the top players on my team and getting lost ice to sort of being sort of small small fish in a big pond and sort of restarting and, and maybe not getting as much ice time but it's definitely good to have older guys that are, are welcoming are welcoming to sort of relieve some of that pressure and let you be yourself well you're a small fish but you're in the biggest pond now and that's got to be pretty gratifying i mean you're, you're out the show now this is this is this is just a great great uh, opportunity for you to to make this but i wanted to mention uh, obviously, camp is going to be tough, and it's going to be a pretty tough lineup to crack right, right now, given the the talent level of the Hurricanes. But you've got uh, junior eligibility, don't you? Yeah, so um, I still have eligibility to play in the OHL for uh, the next three years. Um, if all goes well and I develop, uh, there's obviously a chance I make that before. But um, if I play two more years in the a- in the OHL, I'll have the uh, the chance and the eligibility to make the jump to the a- AHL. So, like I said, if I uh, develop and work hard and I make that team then obviously that's huge for me but I I won't be able to play for that team for two years at least at least and and then of course uh, well whatever happens minor league teams and things of this nature too but uh, given what goes on with the National Hockey League these days what with salary caps and, and some of the concerns that they've got uh, there are roster turnovers so I mean there's a pretty good opportunity for you to be on that team in the next day well as you say it might be two years could be 18 months you just never know do you Oh, I know. You never know. You never know. You just got to play your game. If you wow them at camp, Jameson, you, you're there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, anything can happen, and it's definitely a long shot, but I'm never going to – I'm going to play my game and, and play the best I can so that I, I show them that I can be there. By the way, I got to ask you, uh, we had Zach Ronaldo on the show a couple of weeks ago because he was in town for a convention, and uh, great guy and uh, with a great story too, and a and guy that's played in the National Hockey League for quite some time. He's got a charity hockey game coming up in uh, just a couple of days, I guess it is, and you're going to be part of that, right? I mean, yeah, so uh, – July thirteenth at yeah. Gateway Arena. It's a it's a Saturday. They'll have a barbecue at noon, and the game will be at one. Uh, Twenty dollars general admission, um, hundred dollars for VIP, which will include meeting some uh, high end NHL players like uh, uh, Max Domi, Dan Car- Carcillo, Wayne Simmons. So I mean, it'll be good. Uh, all proceeds go to Food for Kids. So. It's it's a great charity and and it's great that uh, Zach of course is very passionate about this. That's that's one of the other things I guess that you're going to have to hook onto because uh, uh, we we know a lot of the guys of course Ryan Ellis of a local guy of course that plays down in Nashville. Uh, these guys all give back to the community and I know that that's something that, that, that you're looking forward to being a part of too. And this is a great first step to be a part of that action uh, with uh, Zach's fundraising team. Uh, and that's coming up in just a couple of days. Listen, congratulations once again. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and and by the way, uh, you know we're all pulling for you. I mean, my, our, our program director here, Jeff Story, was just talking to you in the hallway. Of course, he's a huge Montreal fan. I'm a Boston Bruins fan, as everybody knows. But we're all pulling for Jamison Rees right now to make it uh, because you just never know how it's going to go. But this is a great first step. you got to feel pretty good about yourself right now. I mean, for sure, uh, it's definitely exciting. But like I said before, and like you know, it's definitely a long way to go still. So, Well, everybody starts off at step one, and this is the, this is the first step for you too. Good luck this year. Thank you. Great meeting you. Jason Reese, uh, Hamiltonian, now a member of the Carolina Hurricanes. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.